Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Carolina. Hi, Carolina. Hey, Becky. Glad to be back. Um, I'm excited. I randomly started sending out texts a couple weeks ago, like, who wants to read this? Who wants to read this? And in an effort to make sure that we are covering a variety of authors, I suggested this title and you were like, I'm in and I need the audiobook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we were lucky we got to do a first listen of this audiobook in a previous episode, Leah and I did. Um, in our partnership with Lyric Audio, we were able to do a first listen. So this is this book's been like in my mind, like I gotta get back to this. How do I get back to this? Um, so this was the perfect opportunity to get back in this. So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Blind Date with a Book by Lucy Eden. Um, is she a new-to-you author? She is a new-to-me author. It's the first time I've read her. Same, same, same. And I'm excited. So um, read us the synopsis from Goodreads. Hi, I'm Jordan. I flew from New York to Culver City, California to interview for the job of a lifetime. When I walked into the bookstore, I only wanted a steamy romance or two to help pass the time before my big meeting. I walked out with a gorgeous and sweet cinnamon roll who was more funny and charming than any of my favorite book boyfriends combined, which definitely wasn't the plan. But Mike was irresistible, and the time we spent together exploring Culver City was more fun than I've had in a long time. But I'm smart enough to know if something feels too good to be true, it probably is. I mean, happily ever afters are just for the ta fairy tales and romance novels, right? So this, uh, um, the ebook of this was released February 23rd of 2020. Um, however, the audiobook just came out in August or September of 2022. So Lucy Eden was the Lyric Audio started a program called Audio and Color where they provide scholarships to help new BIPOC authors get their books turned into audiobooks because it's expensive to have an audiobook. And so Lucy Eden was the very first recipient of um, an audio and color scholarship from Lyric Audiobooks. That's amazing. So um, the um, audiobook I'll, released this last fall. And I'll also say that the ebook um has the novella story to it and she afterwards wrote two short stories to comp like continuations of this couple's journey and the audiobook has all three of those stories together yeah so you get a complete story in the audiobook if you're eyeball reading this it is three it's a novella and then two shorts mm -hmm. um so tropes were a meet cute which phenomenal funny <laughs> so cute adorable i loved it i loved every moment of it perfect rom-com meet cute romance lover like book lover rom-com meet cute did you ever see the movie the holiday uh with jack black and kate yes. winslet yes so it kind of reminded me of their blockbuster movie moment that they have <laughs> I yeah I kind of had that that definitely had that vibe to it yeah I mean it, 
we have to explain and meet cute at this point where she's in the bookstore and the bookstore has a, a display of blind dates with a book so select books are wrapped up you know so you can't see what they are and there's a short blurb short description and so she's looking at him and he comes up reads it over her shoulder and just knows instantly what book that is so and here in a second we're going to play an audio clip for everybody to listen to and they're going to get to hear the first five minutes of that meet cute um Okay, so this is a meet-cute interracial couple, love at first sight, rom-com, just one date romance. Yes, but it's like five dates in one day. (laughs) It was phenomenal. Um, The series name is Blind Date with a book. This is book. We did the audiobook, which includes book one and then the three short books. Um, The two short books. Two short books. So, and we also want to say thank you to author Lucy Eden and Lyric Audio for providing us with copies of the audiobook. Yes, thank okay. you very much. <laughs> so here we're going to give them we're going to give the audience a chance to listen to the audio clip of the book and then we're going to come back and talk about it. I've never met a guy who reads romance novels. Well, I'm honored to be your first. He grinned. Excuse me? I glared at him. His smile dropped. No. He stammered. I didn't mean that the way it came out. I'm sorry. I was trying to be charming, not creepy. He reached up to tousle his messy, dark brown hair, and his face flushed. Hi. A female voice called between us. We looked over to see one of the store's employees. She glared at the book whisperer before she turned to address me. Can I help you find something? She gave me the pointed look that every woman knows is code for, Is this asshole bothering you? because I have a bat and a shovel. I smiled at Mr. Princess Trap, who somehow looked more embarrassed than he did before my would-be rescuer showed up. No, I'm fine, thanks. I smiled at her. She turned to him. Can I help you find something? No, I'm good, thank you. She walked towards the front of the store, straightening a stack of books on her way. Okay, that was awkward. His hand moved to the back of his neck, and some of the color in his cheeks started to recede. What was awkward? Being asked if you needed help in a bookstore or making virginity jokes with a stranger? I raised an eyebrow. Um, both, but probably the second one, way more than the first. I tucked my lips between my teeth to stifle a chuckle. He saw my reaction and smiled again. So, tell me about your first time, I said with a smirk. His smile faltered, and his shocked expression made me laugh again, (laughs) reading a romance novel. He narrowed his eyes at me, and his lips curled into a smile. That's not fair. You get to make half-baked virginity jokes, and I don't? I don't make the rules, I shrugged. Well, my buddy's marriage was in trouble. He sighed, and I felt my heart tug. So a bunch of us guys started reading romance novels to help him win his wife back. That was incredibly sweet and somehow vaguely familiar, but I didn't know why. He's a famous baseball player, and he was away all the time. Are you Kaiser so saying me? What? No. He smiled. Really? 
because that's definitely the plot of the Bromance Book Club. I pointed to the Lissa K. Adams book on the shelf next to him. Fine. He raised his hands in surrender. My older sister was obsessed with romance novels. So one day, I think she was 16 and I was about 12, I asked her what she was reading and she threw a shoe at me and told me to mind my own business. And naturally, I was curious. So when she went out with her friends that night, I snuck in her room and grabbed one. His face spread in a nostalgic grin. I finished the whole thing in one night. I didn't sleep. Then I found out there were three more in the series, and I spent the weekend reading those. Then I spent the next two years sneaking romance novels out of her bedroom until she caught me. Then we started reading them together. That sounds adorable, and not at all like the plot of a romance novel. It's true, I promise. He traced an X with his finger over the chest of his black t-shirt. I'm Mike, by the way. He smiled at me with his eyebrows raised, waiting for a response. Jordan, I responded. Well, Jordan, you know all about my family. You've discovered one of my deepest, darkest secrets. Plus, you've seen my embarrassed face. And I know almost nothing about you besides the fact that you also read romance novels and you must have the same odd sense of humor as I do, or you would have walked away by now. He smiled again, and I snorted a laugh. I began to weigh my options. I was in a strange city for a few days preparing for one of the most nerve-wracking experiences of my adult life. Maybe I could give in to Mike's terrible flirting, the plan was to buy a few books to take my mind off of the interview, but spending the last 20 minutes with a real live romance hero was doing the trick. What was the danger in a little harmless conversation? What do you want to know? I asked. Do you come here often? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I chuckled. You are really bad at flirting. Whoa, slow down, Jordan. Flirting? Really? You're coming on a little strong. Okay, so that sets the stage. They have met in this bookstore. He tries to come off that he is the guy from the Bromance Book Club. <laughs> Which she calls him out on it, too. Come on, I love that. Like, you know, I think one of the things I was so pleasantly surprised and taken back, I mean, because sometimes you have a novella and you don't know, like one of my pitfalls, don't get me wrong, I love novellas. Like I do, they have a purpose, I like them, um, but sometimes they move too fast or you don't get complete stories um, or you don't get full rounded characters one of these I this one did it perfectly it did like felt like I was right there with it and they set this up that they built a, their character relationship so quickly um but so fully that there was just this great banter with everything going on um that it just had this great intimacy um, for it, so which I, made it so perfect. I forgot to mention that the audiobook is narrated by Wesley um, Saban and Oscar Reyes, and it is read in duet style. So we are... Well, the book's written from her point of view. Right. Solely her point of view. 
And so I think, first off, I'm going to say, if you were at all interested in this book, get the audio. The audio made this book. Agree. Like, the, the reading, I did read a couple chapters because I just had time to read a couple chapters. But I'm like, nope, the, these characters are in my head already. I, and I went back to the audiobook because I just, their performance was perfection. It was. And I have listened to Wesley. I've listened to her do some other audiobooks. And she is a phenomenal narrator. Phenomenal. And Oscar brings um, Mike alive in this book. And the way that he kind of banters off of her in this narration style really just adds next level to this book, I think. And I think the duet narration made it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know that I would feel as strongly if it wasn't in duet. So I think that was a big factor in it. And it was almost like it's the probability of them recording together is highly unlikely. I get the way that books record, but the way it was done felt like they were in the same room together, the, like in the same recording studio the whole time. It was, it was great. And part of that was the way the book was written, like the way the banter was written. Um, and part of that is the performance. So. Yeah, it was a phenomenal audiobook. I was, I felt the heat of the California day. They talk about being in Culver <laughs> City and going to all these cool places. And we're seeing this um, town described, this neighborhood, the suburb described in her eyes coming from the harshness of New York into the sun and light of the West Coast. It was just so well done. There's a phenomenal scene with a fountain and her daring Mike. I mean, this was a chance meeting at the bookstore. Neither one of them had plans to be out in the day. They're walking around town. She's very smart in some of the questions that she's asking him. Like trying to pick up and get pieces as to like who he is and, you know, some of his deeper thoughts and stuff like that. And I really liked that. But then she, there was this fun, playful side and this fountain scene. <laughs> I just loved it. What was the line? Uh, you're just going to have to read the book, but I'll give you this teaser. I dive into a, a hundred fountains for you, baby doll. Like, yeah. It was so cheesy. Just, and she was, Listen to it, read it, and then just let me know. Like, you're going to smile from ear to ear when you hear that. I think the other part that I loved about this is how quickly the, their relationship started inside jokes that then were threaded throughout their story yeah like it became and there were so many of them um that just it was so charming and it endeared the characters to me even more um and in the audiobook sorry I can't stop saying the audiobook's amazing because it is but it's so good <laughs> another bonus about it is um uh there's an interview with the author so Wesley at the end asks Lucy Eden a few questions and so some of these these actual locations in Culver City she had a, she has a friend who lives close there are real like I want to go to like public school 310 which is a gastro pub and eat there yeah <laughs> like so 
I mean, which I think also brings it to life sometimes. Yes. When you have like places that the author dreams up, you know, fictional towns, but sometimes it's just nice to have a place, like a real place. Well, the bookstore that I believe that she is um, created that they meet in is the Ripped Bodice, which is in Mm -hmm. California. I don't know if it's in Calvert. Culver City or where exactly it is in the um, greater LA area but it is a romance bookshop and um, so <laughs> like the way she's describing it I'm like yeah that's the rip bodice I get it <laughs> yeah well and she um, she also puts actually she puts in the ebook because um, I poked around both right like right. had to um, ebooks also in Kindle Unlimited. So for our Kindle Unlimited readers, it's there. Um, so apparently, because she, she mentions like, I do playlists a lot of times. Well, this one wasn't about music. So she has a reading list. So every one of her books that she mentions, and she they mention like tw- throughout the book, 20 different romance novels. At least. Um, and she lists them there. And she gives a hat tip to... She's like, every one of these books, with the exception of one or two, you can buy from the Rip Bodice. So um, they're, they're all in there as well. That's so awesome. Um, so let's talk about Mike just a little bit because, so first of all, I guess we should talk about Jordan because the story is written in all her point of view, but she is so smart, so, so smart. Like she gives her pedigree and it's like, sister. <laughs> yeah, I mean, besides both of her parents are doctors. Um and she's in STEM. Like, so you have that like technology, um, that element of everything to it. Um, so you know she's just she's smart, but she has such an approachable, sassy, whip smart ment- like attitude. Um that was really fun because she always she also and it goes both ways for them um they they razz each other it's not just a one-sided um you know one of their inside jokes is all like they keep saying i don't make the rules like when somebody else has the advantage i don't make the rules (laughs) it was so cute they were just she was just so likable and so down to earth and i felt like she could be any one of us like just I wanted to I want to be her best friend. It yes, really agree. Like, super cool. I want to be her best friend. And then so let's talk about Mike just for a minute. He so we all know I am super harsh on cinnamon roll heroes. Super harsh on them. I wrote a review earlier today about a cinnamon roll hero, and I just like, I want to like him, but he annoyed me. Mike did not annoy me. I loved <laughs> him. Yeah. He's great. Like, he he really is, I think, the perfect book boyfriend. Um, and they make a joke because he's he's read a lot of romance books, um, thanks to one of his sisters. And, um, you know, so they kind of, like, challenge each other on those books. But, um, you know, one of the questions she asks him at one point is, so are you an alpha, a beta, a cinnamon roll, a rake? You know, like, what are you? An alpha hole. Um, and it's super cute because he was like, well, when I was in college, I was probably, I would say I was a rake. 
<laughs> so they have like these real life conversations about okay who would you be in these books yeah which I think is just a lot of fun and I think the amazing banter between the two of them really leads to this almost tangible connection that jumps off the page mm-hmm. there was so much wit and it was so funny and I said I was deliciously smitten with both of them like yeah. I just loved this book you know, and their the story really focused on the two of them. Yes, they had other people pop in throughout their journey, their one day, like five days in one day, or their day long. Because really, the first the story, the main story, not the short stories after, all happens in a bulk of it happens in one day. Like the last few were. Um, a couple days after but the bulk of this is one day um and I also just loved the like because of that and it was just the two of them for the most part it it, it created this intimacy that you were kind of tagging along on the date with them that it was just so much fun yeah I really cannot say enough about this book and we're not going to get into the two shorts because they really just kind of are extended epilogues that help us get to know them and what their HEA looks like in the end. Um, But as soon as I, like, as soon as I was done with the first part, I was totally in on this HEA. These two are meant to be, this is Mm -hmm. like, this was rom-com romance book boyfriend gold. This is the kind of book I love. So. And it was, it's a quick read. It's a light read. You're no, it's a feel good read. You're going to just be happy and laugh and playful um i i will also say i've loved the authenticity of the characters in just kind of everyday reality so as a curly girl (laughs) you know the reality of you know you have this black woman who and and i can relate to this not in the same way but very similarly like yeah our our hair goes up in silks like every night, like don't touch, like once we go to the salon, don't touch the hair. Like there's just those elements that I'm like, okay. Yep. She got it all right. Well, it, I think it, it's one of those things that you read in a book about like for somebody, especially like curly hair or ethnic hair that they don't do some of those things. And you're like, oh my God, how does that happen? Because my hair, like, if we're rolling around or if you're running my finger, your fingers through my hair, it's going to be out of control. Like, that's not, I mean, I know it's a book, but I just appreciated that because that's real life. Like, yeah. how they handled that situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have curly hair, so it's not <laughs> something I ever picked up on. But, you know, people have brought that to my attention. I'm like, oh, okay. So she's really writing lived experiences when she's writing stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you have a book you think we should read for a quick shot of romance, send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. Carolina, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Thanks so much. It was a pleasure to read. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. 
If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.